Hey everyone. Welcome back to the Anime Setup, the podcast where we decode happiness, productivity, social models and the human condition with a medical angle to it. On this rainy day here in Varanasi, nothing beats by having a correct chai and pakori and sitting listening to your favorite music or my podcast, for which I say thank you. Let's skip the introductions and dive right into today's chit chat. The stereotype that portrays men as the emotionally stable gender has come under scrutiny over the years. Many believe that the male gender is unnecessarily resistant to pain or grief, but merely suppress any emotion due to the rigid image they have to keep. To appear more masculine in front of others, a guy would take the stress of piling up his sorrowful feelings until he is ready to deal with it. However, when his heart can't take the distress anymore, it bursts out in the form of tears, doesn't it? Men cry, particularly when they experience heartbreak due to a broken relationship. If they had feelings for a significant other and lost them along the way, it will push them to tears. In the movie, people are more likely to relate to someone's grief in real life, maybe financial troubles, maybe family problems. But always it is expected, and the culture also sends messages, that strong men don't cry. Boys learn from an early age that shedding even one tear in public will make them look weak. Yet weeping used to be manly enough, whether it be Lincoln, Shakespeare, Napoleon, or even for that fact, the god of death, is also shown to cry in several scriptures. One of our most firmly entrenched ideas of masculinity is that a real man doesn't cry. Although he might shed a discreet tear at a funeral, he is expected to quickly regain control, sobbing openly is for girls. Many parents raise their sons to cry privately, if at all. It's ingrained in many men that masculine identity means holding back the tears, except during times of extreme grief. But they often have personal reasons for keeping cool. Family hardships, for example, often require postponing tears in order to be strong for others who are in more pain. There's no mention of these great men, whether it be the giant Hercules trying to restrain or hide their tears. No one pretends to have something in his eye. No one makes an excuse to leave the room. They cry in a crowded hall with their heads held high. Nor do their companions make fun of this public blubbering. It's usually regarded as an admirable expression of feeling. So where did all the male tears go? There was no anti-crying movement. The most obvious possibility is that this shift is a result of changes that took place as we moved from a close-knit family type of society to one that was urban and industrial. A typical village had around 250 to 300 inhabitants, most of them related by blood or marriage. If men cried, they did so with people who would empathize. But the dawn of 21st century, the population became increasingly urbanized and people started living in the midst of thousands of strangers. Whether it be leaving from home the first time for college, leaving your school friends, the innocence behind. Furthermore, changes in the economy required men to work together in factories and offices where emotional expression and even private conversation were discouraged as time-wasting. Yet human beings were designed to swallow their emotions, right? And there's reason to believe that suppressing tears can be hazardous to your well-being. Countries where people cry the most tend to be more democratic and their populations more extroverted. It's not easy being the son of a Viking. A primary factor, according to medical science, that contributes to the difference of crying frequencies between the sexes that men on average have larger tear ducts. This was documented in 1969 by a scientist who compared measurements from uh, male and female skulls. The theory implies that a man must produce a great amount of tears before they actually spill onto his face. 
So while both a man and a woman could tear up equally, the woman's tears would be exposed more quickly. But what does this mean for a man? For example, have you ever seen a man cry at the end of an angry outburst? I can't even imagine it. It have seen tears be the closing act for many women's emotional variety shows. They use words like overwhelmed. It should be common knowledge that women alternately use their brain hemispheres more because they have a larger corpus callosum. Neurologically, women don't compartmentalize emotions the same way men do. That's why you will see men get women got so angry when they cry. There are a variety of times a man should have complete social license to sob. But if you as a man think you deserve the same level of social flexibility to cry that women receive, your dream will never come true. I mean, think about the vast number of occasions you have witnessed women crying whether in public or in private. Then consider their reasons for crying. If you see a woman crying anywhere, maybe a subway, you don't know what's troubling her. It could truly be something horrible. But think of the times you've seen a girl sob because she burnt the cookies or because of the grade she got on paper or because of the most passive criticism her roommate could think of because of that judgy look that someone gave her. It's all natural for a girl to cry because of then because of this. Then why is it so that men should not cry? Why why are men made a situation like this? Why are men made a fun of if they cry like this? The truth is, no matter how often modern women chant I'm strong, they still want you to be stronger. If you tear up because you're stressed out, had a rough day at work, or your professor said something passive aggressive to you, your woman will look at you and behold a reflection. She doesn't want to see herself and she looks at you. She wants to see a man. Crying is a natural human response. It's nothing a man should feel ashamed of doing or should be ashamed for doing. But he must be careful to select the suitable circumstances to let his tears show. because usually the perception of his manhood is at stake are we not at a failure in society level for a man having to think like this whether we like it or not the world is constantly assessing our strength as a man and women whether they are strangers on the street or your wife after 20 years of marriage are continually serving your masculinity at times okay to let go you're also a human being you should live your life that's it for this week thank you for listening If you like this episode please leave us a review on the Apple or Spotify podcast or on the website if you're not using an iPhone there's a link in the share notes if you got any thoughts on this episode or any ideas for new podcast topics i'd love to get messages from you tweet me at @adridatniron or dm me @animationmuscular on instagram and we'll come back with more thank you